Welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Brindle. I am a mom of three, wife, teacher, and I do like to run. Life is busy, but one thing is for certain. With God, nothing is impossible. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you had a week of staying hydrated as that was the last podcast I was talking about was staying hydrated in the word uh, because it has so many good benefits for our health and our mind. And this week, I will be really speaking to you about praising God in the storm. I know, hang on there with me. If this is the first time you're listening, you're probably thinking, oh gosh, he just said a scary word. It was God. <laughs> and I totally get it. But hang in there with me. I think you'll like the message of what I have to say. And I hope you hear what's the heart of it all. Okay, so here we go. We're going to dive right in. Good morning. Um, if you're listening in the afternoon, good afternoon <laughs> or evening or wherever you are. And I'm just so thankful that you're here. Really, I am. I'm just a mom of three going through these devotions um, in the morning. And just every day I write a little something and I'm just, this is accumulation of it, if you would. Um, and like I said, I was thinking about like, what is a storm? Uh, we had a storm not too long ago and it not only knocked out power throughout our state, but this storm was so crazy that the wind was blowing and I could hear it um, or I could see it through the valley. So the backyard view that we have where we are, we can see the mountain ridge and um, we can see when storms come up through the valley. Um, So we know to put our, you know, potted plants away and and put toys that are laying out away so they don't blow away um, and bring in the cushions and, you know, those little things you do uh, before a storm to get prepared, right? Because if you see a storm coming, you're more likely to be preparing for it, right? So that's usually, you know, what we do when we see a storm and this storm was brutal and it just tore apart so many, um, different things, even flowers out in my garden, like were literally torn down. Like it just blew over, uh, that are just, I thought were rooted pretty good in the ground and they weren't, (laughs) uh, but a storm I think can teach us a lot of things, um, just metaphorically as well. So like I said, speaking to the storm, right? When you see a storm coming, you're more likely to prepare for it, but that's not usually the case. Um, but if you are, if you are prepared for the storm, if you're prepared, whatever is coming your way, um, then it just makes you one step ahead of the game, right? You can at least, uh, know what to expect, you know, how to hunker down, right? Um, and I think one way you can prepare for any storm is just to be prepared in the word. I know last week I talked about being saturated in the word, but, um, I was just, going into Ephesians, which is so funny because my friend of mine was like, Jack, um, I was just really reading Ephesians six and she was picking out part of it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, girl, I was just reading it too. It was about putting on the armor of God. And I know this part too, to be true. Um, or I know this part from just Bible studies before and things like that. Um, but the armor of God and it, talks about it in Ephesians 6 verses 13 through 18 um, and or really up to 20. But anyway, it's just really this charge to um, to put on a full armor of God so that when then things come, when the storm comes, you're able to stand your ground. And then even after you've done everything, you're able to just stand and firm um, because you've done, you put on the, what they call the, the belt of truth and you've put your feet, um, 
in the ground of the gospel of peace and you've taken up a shield of faith and you've uh, prayed about everything and you've taken on this helmet of salvation and a sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And you just, all these like little things you can do to remember the putting on the full armor of God. But I just encourage you to say, Lord, just nobody ever really takes off the armor when you ask God to be like, Hey, uh, can you just put on that full armor of God? (laughs) It's just one way to help you prepare for those storms that are coming, I think. And I didn't realize how much that was truth I needed to hear for this week. Um, I need to just really hone in on the truth of God. Um, so maybe that's a testament for something that you need to do as well. Um, and another word that came to me was just today is the day the Lord has made and let us rejoice and be glad in it. I don't know about you, but I feel like every day I'm struggling to live in the present. Like I'm struggling to live in the present. Everyone's you know, worried about what tomorrow brings and what the next month brings. And with COVID, what does that look like? And the next day, or, um, I just have such a conviction that today is the day the Lord has made. Do not give up on it. Do not like rejoice in it. Yes. There may be bumps in the road and it may be a storm in the day, but God still wants our praise. He still wants us to be glad in it. Isn't that funny? Like things may be going all wrong and haywire, but he wants us to find the joy in the day and be glad in it because we don't get today back. Does that make sense? Like we don't get today. We don't get a redo of today. Uh, We have a new day tomorrow, but we have no idea what storms are going to be rolling in tomorrow. We only get today to live in. And I think that was such a, a word, um, today that was just so refreshing in my journaling today was like, you know what? Don't worry about what you see coming up over those hills. Yes, you can be prepared. Yes, you can put things away and make sure everything's buckled down and safe and, and, and things like that. But you need to know that today, today's the day I want you to focus on. How can you be a blessing for others today? How can you, um, you know, ask God, how can, I be of help today. Um, I think that's what we need to focus on because if your today looks like, okay, I'm going to get up, feed the kids. I'm going to get them breakfast. I'm going to maybe take them to the pool because they need something to do today. I need to uh, clean out this garage or whatever that to-do list is on your list of what you can do today. Rejoice in it. You have a garage to clean out. Like, I don't know. I know that sounds ridiculous and you're probably like, okay, you're reaching here, Jack. I get that. But I just believe God is saying there are so many things that can bring us down. And one thing I know I felt conviction of this past week was just even scrolling through social media. I know, I know there's a good purpose for it. And the content that's theirs can be so good. But some of it can take away that joy. Like if I'm supposed to be in today, today is the day the Lord has made. And I'm supposed to rejoice in that and be glad in that. But if I'm seeing other things, what people are doing, and I'm getting like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or, um, you know, I, oh, I wish I had money to do that. Or I, I wish I had this to do that. If it's becoming discontent or, um, you know, making you feel icky about your own life, um, that's not what it's meant for, right? Like, so that's where I had to like take it out. It's not a part of my, it does not need to be a part of this this moment. If this is creating worry in me, if this is creating this, these are confusion that is not of God. I need to search my own heart and ask God, how can I unpack this? How can I um, 
sort through these emotions and these feelings. And if I need to put down the phone, then yeah, I need to put down the phone. And if it's focusing more on the things that matter today, like my kids' needs, my husband's needs, that's the gift of what I'm supposed to be doing then today. My friends, my family, like, um, and, and how I can be a better person today is asking God, like, how, what do you need from me? What, what do I need to do? Because I can't do this alone today. And, um, anyway, that was just something on my heart and maybe you need to hear it too. Um, and sometimes when we're going through the storm, anxiety can rise. I don't know about you, but I'm actually pretty throughout life. I've not had any panic attacks, anxiety attacks, nothing like that. But this past year, I'm just going to like pedal backwards here. Um, this past year over this summer, last summer, um, actually it would probably be about a year coming up. And I had the worst anxiety attack. We were just driving home and I got some news, uh, not so good news about my sister and, um, and she was battling addiction and, um, you know, she just hit rock bottom and that really crushed me. Um, I mean, I knew there was something wrong. I knew something she was battling on her own. Um, but she had to walk in this storm on her own and, you may not know this, but I'm a twin and we were in the wound together. So I just took it all the way back to that. Like, how could she be walking through this by herself and alone? And it's scary what she's walking through. Um, and you know, we all have our own vices. We all have our own things that we have to walk through on our own to become a better person. And I just, that storm was so hard to recognize in myself because I kind of, you know, took, I watched it. I like watched it roll in, you know, I I could see it and I could see it happening and there was, but there was nothing in me that could prepare me for what the storm was going to be like. Like there wasn't anything anyone could ever have said to prepare me, what news I would have heard, how I was going to handle it, how I was going to, um, figure it out. And I'm sure on her end, if she's listening out, she's probably like, girl, you have no idea what that storm was like. And I know I kept thinking, how is this going? How is it going to be on the other end? How is it going? How is she going to get through it? Um, and I could just say only God, only God, because she has become such a hero in all of this. She is really, um, doing her best to become a healthier, better version of herself as it will be one year sober, um, coming up very shortly. And I'm so proud of her. But during that storm, you guys, like I said, I couldn't prepare for it. And the anxiety attack that I had, it was like I couldn't even breathe. I was just hyperventilating in the car and I just was crying. And the the kids were in the back and I was with my husband in the car. We were driving somewhere and I couldn't even pull it together. I just was so uh, numb thinking about and worrying about what the future holds, not only for her, but for us, our family. Um, And it really got me. It got me. It was so um, heavy, so heavy. And if you've ever been there, you know what that's like. If you've never been there, I hope you never go there. But nothing can prepare you for a storm that is just, you know the word of God. You, like, I don't know. I knew the word of God. I knew what God said. I knew that he's going to bring her out of this. But how was I going to find the joy in the day? How was she going to find the joy in the day? How How is God going to work this out for our good? If it's he says that he's going to work things out for our good, how is it going to work out for our good? But here's the promise that I know, even coming out a year later from all of this, is that God hears us even in the storm. 
I might not have, my storm may not have looked like my sister's storm, but there's, there was still a storm, right? And we all go through different pieces and from that storm. And there's different parts that, that stir up things and break things down in us when we're walking through something hard, something challenging, something that we didn't even see coming, right? That creeps up on us um, and that we have to face. I don't know if you're facing something right now. Maybe this word is for you, but I hope that you battle it with the truth that God loves you wholeheartedly and that this isn't to harm us, but God said he never said he would shield us all from trouble. Jesus said, there will be trouble in the world, but I'm going to be here for you. And that is a promise that I knew I needed to cling to, fearlessly cling to, um, and praise him in the storm. There's a song, um, a worship song that's called Praise You in the Storm. And I just listened to Natalie Grant's rendition of it. So good on Spotify. You have to listen to it. It'll just bring you to tears. Um, but it's so good. And actually, I'm going to put it on my um, Wix website page for the blog page because I love putting a song up there for the week that kind of ties in. And um, you'll see it there. But um, anyway, just praising God through the storm. Like, how can we praise God through this storm? And let me just take you back. Not only uh, was I talking about that situation a year ago, but uh, a little bit more more recently, um, in the fall of 2019, my daughter Ella, we get a call, and we get a call from the nurse's office saying that my daughter uh, was pushed off, or she jumped off the the swing and fell a certain way, and she had to go to the ER, um, the emergency room, because they can't move her. They have to call an ambulance, and hearing that call at work was not so pleasant. Um, so, of course, immediately I'm like, oh, my gosh, I hope everything is okay. We rush her there. Um, she has a broken arm, so we take her home, and she's just so bummed out. My little Ella is like a spitfire. She is like all over the place going 100 miles a minute. Like There's no slowing her roll down, and it was just so great to – um, or not so great. I'm sorry. <laughs> like trying to gather my thoughts here, but it, what happened was, is that she was laying on the couch for a good two days and she was bummed out. She was so bummed out. Like I've never seen her so sad and so mad. Um, like where she, I felt was getting that anxiety attack. Like, what if I never get out of this sling? What if I can't, um, move from this couch? And she just was so focused on the, what she couldn't do that it overwhelmed her. You could just see the turmoil. Um, she didn't even want to move because she was afraid of the pain that if she did move, what would happen? So, Luckily for her, she had so many great friends that bring over, um, you know, cards and her classmates said that, you know, I hope you feel better and to get better. And it was just these little things, these little touches that was like, okay, they, they believe in me. I can do it. So the, by day two, I literally was like, okay, you need to get out of your funk. Like, do you see how many people are, are waiting for you to get better? You can do this. You can get up out of your, your chair. I know we have to shower. Like I smell you. And so he wrote down a list of a can-do list. So I feel like this is so applicable of like anything, like um, if you're going through something and going through a storm and you feel like, man, this is really hard. I can't see how I'm going to praise God today. This is really hard to praise God in this storm. Um, this is something that I did with my Ella and I really helped her to come out 
um, each day as we cross things off our can-do list. So we write, we wrote down off the can-do list. Like, what are some things that we can do now? Oh, I can, um, I can, you know, try and, um, touch my nose. Like it was like little things. I can move the remote. I can put my favorite show on Netflix. I can like, I can see, I can breathe, I can eat. Like we just wrote down every little thing that she could do. And before you know it, we had this huge can-do list and she was like, wow, I can actually really do a lot. I can speak, I can hear, I can listen to music, like all these things that she could do. Then we wrote a separate list of the things that for short term, like over the weekend, we need to shower, (laughs) like girlfriend, and we need to brush your hair and let's, we wrote down a huge list, like let's walk outside. We can walk outside. We have two legs. We can walk so we can walk outside. We can sit outside. Um, and we wrote down all these little short term list things, um, that we could do long term is I can play soccer again. I can, you know, that would be like a six week thing. So, or eight weeks, I think it was, um, I can play soccer again. I can write with my right hand again. Um, there's just so many little things that we wrote for a long term. And it was so cool to see the things that we could cross off the list, off the can do list, and then eventually cross off things off the goal list. Um, and to, to see, okay, short term, yeah, we got a shower. And how excited she was, you guys, over taking a shower. How excited I was. We were like so pumped. And we would call our friends and be like, you guys, Ella showered today. Yeah. Because it was such a joy. It was such a um, magnificent feat through it all. We were praising God through this storm. You know, that's just one way that we did that. Um, it was so neat to see her progress as the weeks went on. And then eventually she didn't have her sling on anymore. And she was just being more careful about where she put her arm and and that kind of thing. Um, and it was just such a cool way for her to see how far she came and a good reminder, like of all the things that she can do, um, and things that she was thankful that she was able, uh, to eventually be able to do. And I think right now, um, in order to put a light on rejoicing in the day and be glad in it, sometimes it's just making a can-do list, right? Like, I don't know, I was thinking about that with our, with our kids. Like, okay, yes, there are some things we can do, What depending if you're green, red, yellow, whatever you're in, um, whatever state you're in or wherever you are. Um, maybe you want to make a can-do list and say, okay, these are the things I know we can do. We can make a fort. We can do this. We can read books. We can play outside. We can do all of these things. We can go to our grandma's pool. Here are the, the short-term goals. Like maybe if you're like me, you want to get your hair done. That is a goal that I really want to cross off my list is get some fresh highlights or something done by hair. Um, but in all seriousness, maybe your list is thinking about, um, you know, in this storm, how those steps, what are those steps you're going to take to get out of it? And honestly, um, it may be long, it may be short, but I hopefully it helps you with the your anxiety or your uh, worry because um, you know some things there's just no 
It's not worth worrying about. It's just wasted and exhausted time. Um, I know I can tell you that from experience that anytime I'm filled with worry and filled with anxiety, I I just got to let it out. And sometimes talking to someone, that relationship with somebody is the best thing. Like, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't get on the phone and talk to a friend or, um, just cry to a friend or like whatever, or just talk to with my husband. Like what a gift it is to have him at home. Um, you know, when I'm worried about something and he knows it, he knows it. Cause I like bite my lip and I'm like, he's like, all right, what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, here's actually what I was thinking. And it's just so good to have that, you know, just that talk. It's like a release, you know, then I can go on and I can rejoice in my day because I know someone was there for me today. And if you're thinking, man, I want, Uh, someone to be there for me today. Let me tell you, God is always there for you. That is the truth of God, that he wholeheartedly loves you and hears you in the storm. And I know God is faithful because I can remember. So I'm going to go off an acronym of the word truth. So here we go. T is trust in God wholeheartedly because guess what? He wholeheartedly cares for you. Every detail. I mean, every detail. And R stands for remember that God is faithful. He is faithful to see you through the storm. He sees it coming and he is going ahead of you to prepare. He's putting away the cushions. He's he's putting away the things that are going to get really destroyed and broken. And he's going to be right there with you. And it's just this invitation. Just call him out because he's right there to be faithful. And remember if you're having trouble remembering, write down the things that God has, um, you've prayed for and you know, you know, you know that you're the only one that has said it out loud or to yourself, but you know, God has answered that, that little prayer in your heart, because that's how I know. That's how I trust in God. That's how I have that faith is because I know, I know, I know I'm the only one who said it. I'm the only one who dreamed this up and God was faithful to answer those prayers, no matter how big or how small it was. God was so faithful. So remember his faithfulness. You, unless you seek the truth of God you're on your own, you may not really know the full joy or complete joy that God has for you, that complete peace. Um, because let's like, I know it's like a child. Like sometimes I gotta let them, I gotta see them, you know, if they're dealing with something in the storm, I can't come in and fix it for them. I can't come in and do it for them. They've got to figure out their own way. And I have a cute little story about that because we were just uh, playing basketball this week and a little bird had fallen out of its nest and it was just, it was kind of hobbling across our driveway. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if it's hurt? And I like Googled it, like what, what's going on? Um, how do I take care of this little birdie? But you know what? I wasn't supposed to. And I didn't touch it. We didn't touch it, but we watched it from afar. So we were like, okay, let's go inside. Let's put the basketball away. Let's just go upstairs to the second floor and see it through the window and see if the mama bird comes by. Because sure enough, that mama bird came by, started to, to you know, tweet, whatever. <laughs> and, and it heard it. The baby heard it and started hobbling towards it. And although it was still on the ground, it wasn't flying. The mama bird came a little closer and fed it. And then it circled back around to make sure everything was safe and then fed it again. But it had to watch that baby kind of go through it. Like, I mean, we're huge, right? Like that mama bird is probably scared for her little baby and she couldn't do anything about it, right? She couldn't move us out of the way. She couldn't say, Hey, watch it here. 
Um, my, my little bird is here. No, God cares enough even for the birds. This bird was fine, safe. And we have actually been checking on it like all week. And it's, it's amazing to me that even God cares for the littlest, littlest creature. And that just shows me that he just cares. It was such a lesson for my kids. Like he cares for the littlest creature. Let me tell you, he cares so much more for you, his creation. So unless, and it, that's just the way God wants us to seek his truth on our own sometimes, you know, like we as parents can't, um, like I told my kids, like, you're going to have to figure it out, like on your own too. Like you're going to have to get in the word and know that truth, uh, yourself, uh, write it down, read it yourself. Um, so that you really truly know who God is for you. Um, okay. So T testimony. I believe your story, your voice is something powerful. It is going to be something that can help others through their anxiety, can help them through the storm up and out, give them hope um, in the storm because God is so worthy of praise. He's, he, yes, we're going to have fear. We're going to have destruction. We're going to have storm come through. That's just going to be a whirlwind in our days to come. I'm sure of it. God does not say that we are completely and wholly protected, but we can put on the armor of God. And and here's the thing, our testimony, what spills out of us, what spills out of our heart, what we learn from it, that is so good. You all have that. You all have a story and a testimony that is so, I'm, I'm sure you get choked up even thinking about it, knowing that that only could have been God. That, that way I could have ever gotten out of that, only God, Right. And I believe that your story is going to um, just be so incredibly used um, for so many things uh, to bring God glory. And I just hang on to that. Keep, even if you share that story with somebody one day later, that's going to be um, such an impactful thing for them. Anyway, so here we go. Hope. H, hope. So last part of the word, uh, the le- last letter, hope. H for hope. The truth of God brings hope. So like I said, your testimony brings hope. There's hope in Jesus. There's hope in in salvation. There's hope in the truth. I know I'm spitting out a lot of uh, words here that maybe make you uncomfortable. And I just feel like God's saying, okay, don't apologize for that. You are who you are. And you know what? If you... You, I know you'll hear, hear the heart of the message, and I hope that's what you hear. Is the heart of this message is to know that you're not alone. You're not alone battling whatever you're battling um, in this storm. That people are willing to pray for you. I'm willing to pray for you. And your friendships, look around. Who's sitting at the seat of the table with you? You know, God, Jesus never left you. He's right there listening to to you. He never said it would be easy, but he's so right there to listen so that you can rejoice in your day. Be glad in it. Let something out onto the table, whatever's on your mind. You know, look around at people who are around you today. Who did you surround yourself with? Who can pray with you today? Or or who's going to just be a good listening ear today that can bring you hope? Um, because hope is what's going to spur us on to find the joy in the day and not so much worry about tomorrow, but hope in tomorrow. Amen to that. Anyway, so there we go. That is the truth of God. And when we read his word, I hope you find that. Um, and just hopefully you find that praise in the storm. I'm reminded of the psalmist where the psalmist was so eager to share his word um, or to share his story. And, you know, he, I thought was kind of like a whiner um, as I read it, <laughs> as I read the Psalms, but really he wasn't. He just so badly was 
going through so much, but he had so much to say in spite of that to praise God through this storm. So I hope you find hope in it. I hope that as uh, you search your heart, you stand firm in the armor of God, that you just know that God is willing to make your path straight. Um, if you put your trust in him, even when you're challenged and that God is so um, willing to be greater in you than than what is going on in the world, what's going on in your storm. So I hope you just hang on to those truths this week and keep on listening because next week I have a guest speaker on my podcast. Her name is Desma Clark and she's going to speak to uh, the storms of parenthood, motherhood and and marriage and so many other good stuff. So I hope that you stay tuned uh, to listen in on my first guest speaker, Miss Desma Clark. All right, everybody. And don't forget that you can check out that song of the week um, on my Jackie Brindle uh, mysitewix.com website. I hope I said that right, but I hope you find me there and you can find the Be Encouraged podcast as well there along with tons of my blogs. So check those out too. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.